What is up, y'all? I am your host, Eli Vasquez, and you are listening to the Self Hype Podcast, where we dissect and discover all things personal development, deeper thinking, and ways to unapologetically love ourselves in the digital age. Episode two, how to master self-love and the mistakes you're making in finding connection. Don't think it is necessary to completely lose oneself in order to find love. Uh, a partner is more like the condiments to your burger, it's not the actual burger. The pressures of having to have a bay and <laughs> self-love. Self a serial monogamous because I usually am in like really long relationships. And then love, oh, love, dating and love, let me tell you. It is the season of love, y'all. It's February. It is Valentine's Day. I had to talk about love. We have to talk about love. We have to talk about relationships. I'm an emotional guy. If you follow me on Twitter, I post a lot of mundane tweets about love and the love that I want. And it's like Midwest love. It's uh, like, all I really want. I remember I did a tweet of, I just want to wait outside of Target in my car as my girlfriend uh, returns lamps and then we drive to Olive Garden to meet their parents. It's just something so beautiful, the mundaneness of love. It's it's like, I love that stuff, though. All I want to do is go to Chili's, do a two for 20, and then go to the Red Box. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's laughing over here. Don't, make, don't laugh at my love, Sam. This is just what I want. But it's so mundane and real. Like, my Twitter blows up every time I, I, I post about it. But it really just shows that we're just longing for this, like, everyday relationship of love. But I can't help but feel that there's so much pressure around this time. There's so much anxiety that's built up in us, especially if we don't have a partner. I think the big thing is we we live in a society that it's so fixated on romance. It's so fixated on love. It's so fixated on this is a necessity to be complete. We look at movies. We look at TV shows. We look at listen to music. We look at advertisements. It all is revolved around love. And it's all revolved around relationships or finding a partner or just beating cheeks. Either way, there's always some sort of like companionship that needs to be had in order to feel complete. Not really focusing on crazy word, crazy thought here, self-love and why that's so important. I have to say that like personally, I kind of been going from relationship to relationship in my earlier years. And it wasn't until I totally took a break. It wasn't until I totally just stopped dating. I gave myself a full year of just being with myself because I realized I wasn't taking the time to figure myself out. I wasn't letting the time to decompress and learn the lessons from my last relationship and not only the flaws that they may have, but also the flaws within myself and also acknowledge their strengths and how I couldn't uplift those strengths. Doing that year was probably the most impactful year for me when it comes to love and loving myself because it really showed that in order to really find a connection, you have to be connected with who you are. In order to really love someone and to have someone love you, you need to know the blueprint within yourself. It was at the time where I couldn't look in the mirror and say, I love you. It was a hard time where I couldn't say anything positive about myself. And I knew it was a toxicity space that I would only be leaning on another individual and bringing them down rather than knowing myself to better communicate myself to the other person. I think also with the toxicity of love and relationships of everything else that we think we have to just give and give and give and give, but we don't see the personal development that is needed to invest in ourselves to have connection and have relationships. 
So this episode, we're going to talk about how to master that self-love, how to get out of that mindset of feeling less than, that mindset of feeling, that anxiety feeling that like, oh, I'm the only single one. All my friends are going on dates and I'm home alone. And why that's okay, why that's completely fine. Because the biggest thing that you can do, the worst thing you could possibly do is be in a relationship with someone just for the sake of being in a relationship, just for the sake of having companionship, just for the sake of just holding on to someone. And that just leads to a lot of wasted time and a lot of wasted of personal development within yourself. So that's what we're going to break down, and that's what we're going to discuss. But I think we should start off with the mistakes that we make in finding connection. And I'll never forget, I do a personal development course, and one of the people wanted to find love and find a connection within love, which is really hard to do. And she's, she's someone that is really focused on herself. She's really focused on her personal development. She's focused on her self-growth. And she kept constantly being in these terrible relationships, people that didn't want to commit, people that were essentially just using her, people that didn't have the same values and morals that she's had. So one of the mistakes is that she was settling for less just for the sake of connection or for the sake of companionship. And I think that's something we do is we settle for less because it's easier. The one thing that I had to display to her is that you got to think of your personal development. We're all on the journey of personal development, and it's like a mountain. As we go through life and as we focus on personal development and self-growth, we are moving up that mountain. But the thing about that mountain is it gets smaller the more we go up. There's less and less people that have done the work to be self-aware, to figure out who they are to be able to love themselves. So as you work on yourself and as you develop these skills, you get further and further up this mountain, there's less people on that plane of yours. But those relationships are the ones that you really want to sustain. So easy, the easy thing to do is to go to that base of the mountain where the majority of the people are. And that's a reach. That's a journey. That is stress of constantly having to go back down and go to a base of a mountain, a space that you're not no longer in, a space that you outgrew. And a lot of the times we feel, oh, we could just, I could just bring this person up with me. But that's not necessarily how it works. It really takes them to make the choice and journey to personally develop in themselves. So I think we have to stop settling for less than understanding our value and understanding who we are and understand that it may take time and that's okay because then it's going to be worth it. I would say another issue that we have is we don't really take the time to realize what makes us happy. The thing that really drives us, I think we're so focused on, am I going to find someone? Am I going to connect with someone? Is that guy cute? Is he into me? Am I into her? What, what is this? What is that? Without even really experiencing life just to experience it. I want to establish the fact that we should be able to live a life just through experiencing our passions. I think the key to connection and love is living a life that we love living, doing things that are passionate to us, taking actions in those spaces. And in turn, we meet people with those commonalities, with those common morals, with those common values, with those common perspectives of life. But it really comes down to you living your life and what makes you happy. And another thing would be trust. 
Trust is huge. We, I think we need to really understand trust. As I'm saying these things and listing this out, this all comes down to us. This all comes down to self. This is a self-relationship with us. This is the connection within ourselves. With understanding trust, this is a big issue I had for a really long time with trust, is that, especially as a man, I think with the way society works, is that we grow up seeing women as something to obtain. We see women as a support to reach our goal, um, or we see women as an object through movies, TV, everything else. We don't really see them as people. You know, the 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 floozies, if you will, are the are the bad people, bad side characters in the movie, and the goody two shoes is the one that we want and we want to be with. So I think it develops this feeling that people need to be perfect. I know I dealt with that in my younger years where I saw women as that goody two-shoes. I saw women as that thing to obtain. I didn't see it as my partner as another human being, someone that is, that is flawed, someone that will make mistakes. And I think that's the key thing when it comes down to trust. And when I, when, when I speak on self-love, this is not only understanding trust with other people, but understanding trust within ourselves. So trust isn't the fact that I trust you to never make a mistake. Trust isn't you need to be completely perfect. Trust isn't you have to satisfy me in the way I want to feel satisfied every single day for the entirety of our relationship. Trust is having the comfort within the connection of two people and trusting the fact that they will make a mistake. They will upset you. They will disappoint you. But you trust in the relationship and you trust in that person that you guys can make it through, that you all could move past and, and work through those issues. And when it comes to your own self, you have to be compassionate with yourself as well. So when we get aggravated that we can't find connection, we get aggravated that we don't have a, a partner, we get aggravated with our everyday lives of ourself, we don't understand the trust that it's okay to make mistakes. And you trust in yourself that you will make it through. You trust in yourself that you will accomplish these things. You trust in yourself that you will find that connection. But it really comes down to trusting yourself. I would say the other thing would be we are very dependent. We have this fear of being outside of the pack, of this, this, this lone, alone mentality. We go from relationship to relationship because we want to have this dependence there. We want to have something to lean on. We want to have a person there without understanding what it's like to stand up on our own, what it's like to be able to live on our own, what it's like to be our own superheroes, be our own support systems. We don't know what it's like to walk on our own because we're used to having our arm around another. And I think it really takes that independence that self-confidence and that self-love within yourself in order to find that connection. And that's why it's so important. It's, it's, that's why, because if you want a relationship, that's completely fine. As we're talking, understand the fact that like, if you want a relationship that is completely and utterly fine, that is, that is part of the human experience. And it's a beautiful thing. Relationships are a fascinating uh, chapters of our lives that will forever have that, that, invokes personal development and growth within ourselves and understanding of the world and people and ourselves as a whole. In my past experiences, 
it's, it's just really easy to be emotionally dependent on someone else when you're in a relationship. Uh, and sometimes it takes getting out of that relationship to realize how um, important self-love is. So I think that being single right now has definitely made me prioritize self-love. So it's all about understanding trust, which trust is not the expectation of not having a partner ever make a mistake or the expectation of you never making a mistake, but understanding the fact that you trust in yourself and you trust in the relationship that you can get through it. And I, I am talking about self-love here and I am championing singleness, but we are talking about the mistakes when it comes to connection. And I want everyone to see that there is a val all of these points really come down to the relationship with yourself. I think a lot of us have a fear of being alone. We have this fear of not having a person. We have this fear of not being able to, when the going gets bad, we have no one to really lean on. But the issue is we should have this life that we're able to stand on our own two feet. We should be able to face the issues with our lives, face the good times and the bad with ourselves, be able to celebrate with ourselves, to champion ourselves, to say that we love ourselves, to have that that healthy relationship with you before you connect with another person. Because you got to think with, with this point, and a lot of the points that we're talking about is that you can agree with this. So would you date a person that didn't believe in these this ideology? Would you date a person that had that dependency on you? I would want a person that already has a full life, that has a life where they know who they are, they love themselves, and they're doing what makes them happy. And that independence is pretty fantastic. We, we think we need a relationship to feel complete, where I think it's more so we are two complete people coming together to create a grander experience of life. But it really takes you on your side to have that greatness and to believe in that greatness within yourself. And it's really to be dependent on yourself. But it all comes down to living a life of experiences, taking action of chance and love and taking that Pilates class, going on that trip, you know, doing backflips off cave, cave diving. Do whatever that really excites you and, and, and delivers passion. And if it's a partner that you're looking for, then be in the spaces of life of perspective and experience that you would want to share with that person. And it creates... This, this sense of creating a common community of like-minded people that is at first not meant for a relationship, not meant for a partner, but it's meant for you to live a, a higher quality of life, a life that you love and that you're passionate about, that you want to create connection with yourself and create connection with the community. And in turn, you'll find a connection with a partner. But it really comes down to having that connection with yourself. There's crazy statistics out there, and one that really hit me hard was that 90% of relationships end before 30, and that just shook me. And how the divorce rate is 60%, it's pretty wild. It's, I mean, you got to think, like, if it was a surgery and the doctor was like, well, there's a 90% chance it's not going to work out. I would be pretty damn afraid. I would be pretty scared, and I'm like, well, i got to hope for the best. 
I wouldn't put money down on something that there's a 90% fail rate. I wouldn't take a chance on a ride or an experience if there are 90% chance of me dying or being injured. So we kind of, but I can't help but feel that a lot of that in our 20s is such an age of making mistakes, such an age of growth. And we need those years of experience to be able to look back and see, oh, these are my negative habits. These are my flaws. These are the things I need to work on. And then take it even a step further of like, why do I make those mistakes? Why do I keep making these negative habits? Why do I keep finding these people? And really have that conversation and journey with yourself and be compassionate with yourself while you're doing that journey. I realized in my early 20s, I went through every phase. Like I was the nerdy, quiet guy in high school, didn't talk to anyone. I was like such a, a nerd. It was, I'll tell you how bad it was. It was it was school lunch in high school, and I would go to the library and eat lunch to the point where the librarians kicked me out because it was so lame. So I like I had to make friends. And I turned into this this guy who did wrestling and I, like my glasses fell out of a ride at Six Flags, so I just got contacts. Girls started thinking I was cute. I went to college in the city. I was very charismatic because I was like YOLO, live life to the fullest. It turned into me making all these mistakes, being excited to date people, being excited to experience other human beings, but not realizing the fact that they, I, the, I'm hurting people or I, I'm, there's people that have relationships with me or like, am I being the best partner? I, I wasn't having these self-reflective conversations with my actions. I wasn't saying, am I being the best partner? Am I having open communication? Am I caring for this person's passions? I'm just young and I'm crazy and I'm just excited about life. And I didn't realize the fact that through my dating experiences, through like Tinder or whatever else, that I was just trying to find a validation within my insecurities, that each date that I got or each girlfriend or relationship that I had was just a sense of value that it was giving me. Like, it, oh, someone likes me, so then I'm valuable. Uh, it, it's, it was ego. It was uh, insecurity that drove it. It wasn't didn't come from a place of compassion and realization and awareness. And it took those years of making mistakes and getting to this point to be able to look back on my life and like, why did I do those things? Why do I have these negative habits? Where do they come from? A lot of the things even stem from your family life. A lot of the things that really stem from how you were raised. And it's really to have a deep and understanding network of how who you are and what you are to better deliver the message to a partner in order to create an optimal relationship. So I think that's why that percentage is so high that people don't take the time to experience who they are, realize who they are and dissect who they are in order to be the best partner possible. So we have to let ourselves live life knowing that a 90% rate, then sweet, I'm chilling. Go take yourself out to eat. Go on that trip you wouldn't want to go to alone. Go to the movie theaters by yourself. There's something so beautiful about being with yourself. I, I remember when I was younger and I was just a kid bumping to music in my room, staring at the ceiling. There's this, we get to experience imagination. We get to ask ourselves questions. We get to really be in tune with ourselves and, and feel the world around us. And that's the kind of partner I want. That's that level of that mountain that I want to get to. I want to get to the top and I want to have a partner that has that same value and viewpoint that we can go to the top of that mountain 
and then be able to go to Chili's and take advantage of a two for 20 deal and then grab a Redbox uh, movie and, and kick it. So that's what it comes down to with self-love. I, I think we should be in a constant state of connecting with ourselves and living a life we ultimately want to live, not letting society dictate what my life should be. Seeing these percentages and seeing what it's all about. We have this life that's so exciting. We have this life full of adventure. We have an environment of adventure, an environment, and we have the time to realize our potential. And no matter what stage you are in life, if you're this, this, this episode could really work if you're in a relationship to have those communications, have that understanding with your partner, but also if you're on your own and knowing that it's okay. I think it's interesting how we break down these points and it could, it's so relatable to either if you're in a relationship or it's so relatable to if you're just with yourself. And I think it really shows the common thread of you are in a relationship with yourself first before you're in a relationship with someone else. And that is something to champion and to experience. It's something that to validate. So you're never really alone with your self-love journey. You're with yourself and that is enough. We look at the world and we look at advertisements and everything else and it's really just to make us feel like we need to buy and invest and, and spend our money in this capitalist society that we live in without really taking time to look in the mirror and say, you know, I love you and that, and that should be enough. So be alone. Be your own person. Be within yourself. Trust yourself. Love yourself. And be able to look in the mirror and say, I love you. Have that relationship with yourself. Be dependent. Live for you, not for love. Understand that trust. Don't settle for less and realize what makes you happy. It really comes down to you. The connection is within yourself. That's the big kicker of all this. The connection and understanding is in within yourself. It is a constant lifelong work in progress, but I think the ultimate, the ultimate definition for me when it comes to self-growth is loving your current state while knowing what you're capable of. So love your current state, love who you are, enjoy life with yourself, and be able to continue on and find that person that ultimately you deserve. So I thank you all for listening. If you are interested in continuing the hype, we have a free Facebook group called Motivation Building for Entrepreneurs where you get daily motivational guides, workshops, masterclasses, interviews, everything else in that space. Massive value with a great community of people all willing to help each other. If you want to take it to the next level, I have an eight-week personal coaching program called Personal Development Accelerator Program, which is all things about how to 10x your productivity, 10x your social media growth, and 10x your personal development. So if you're interested, check out the links below and follow me on all things at It's Eli Vasquez. This podcast has been brought to you by On The Rise Media. To learn more about our podcast production company, follow underscore On The Rise Media on Instagram.